0: Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: Are you worried about the current situation? Do you feel like you need something to protect yourself and your loved ones against the virus? Worry no more. At My Life Prevention, they offer a selection of products that will destroy every virus and bacteria around you and put your mind at ease. What's more interesting is that you don't need to go out of the house to secure these items. Just a few clicks on your phone, and voila! Your goods are delivered right at your doorsteps. With all items on free shipping. Free shipping and wait, that's not all. For every offer and every order, My Life Prevention is giving away Words of Hope necklaces, absolutely free a little token to keep our spirits up during these times. And if you place your order today, an additional 10% discount will be applied. Just use the code VIP002, VIP002 upon checkout. So what are you waiting for? Grab your phone and go to MyLifePrevention.com. Again, that's MyLifePrevention.com. Hello, once again, my good people, my good people, my good people out there in cyber world. Those who are on this particular live stream, as we are live streaming on uh, Facebook, uh, we also are going to be broadcasting this across other multiple platforms. Uh, this is uh, Transform You Media Broadcast Network. Uh, the show is the Transform You Live show. I'm your host, Marcus Hart. This is the only place where you can make real life and business transformation, harnessing the power of hope, optimism and faith. Uh today we have a wonderful and very special guest that I am just truly flabbergasted to be in her ple- uh her presence. She's definitely gave me some smiles on the other end uh, she's definitely going to uh, give you some smiles, definitely bring some sunshine into your gloomy world if you're feeling plenty, plenty, plenty roomy. <laughs> so uh, uh, so who I'm talking about? I'm talking about August Jade Sterling. She's been allowed to live with her cat, Sir Prince Terman, and I know all about that as I have a cat as well <laughs> in Minnesota. Uh, like all good cats, so he runs the house uh, while she is busy working away. Uh, he takes his daily naps in between thoughts of food. Uh, August, she holds a graduate degree from Maxwell School at Syracuse University. Uh, when she's not writing, singing, doing jazz, uh, she creates programs for television. Murder, in which we are now moving forward to talk about this particular piece in which uh, we will uh, extensively talk more about, is the tip of the iceberg for love. Irish slaves bought and sold to American slave owners to cohabit uh, co uh, co-hibit with with uh, African slaves, a law that prohibits inter-race marriage, a time-honored principle of international law. And the old life of the Roxberries vanishes as they are thrust into the world of the British elite. The American Duke, cross lines, twisted faith by August J. certainly uh, portrays the uh, aristocraticity of Regency. Uh England in the eighteen twenties that has never before seen, so you know we're gonna talk about that more uh, much much more as uh we go over uh this particular period in time uh you know Miss Sterling is definitely uh, one who has all the answers and holds most much more deeper wisdom uh on this particular knowledge. Um, now it's based here, so I want you to sit on sit, hold tight as I bring
2: in Ms. Sterling. So, how are you doing today? Fine. How are you? I'm doing great. <laughs> well, first of all, thank you for that great introduction. And the aristocracy and people of color just didn't mix in the 1820s, nor did they mix in America.
1: No, it didn't. no, they did not. It um, was just
2: an incra- crazy, crazy period of time, which yes. has implications and ramifications today because slavery has been um, something that has divided this country by color. And one of the purposes of the book, besides telling you, hey, this is ridiculous, because the Irish women were also sold to America, American slave owners as slaves. And people say, no, they were indentured servants. Yes, you did have indentured servants, and the servants were usually young people or young women and fathers couldn't afford and mothers, the family couldn't afford to keep them, they needed the money. So they sold them to um, whoever bought them for X amount of money for X period of time. That's great, they were free, they could go. We are talking about white slaves, black slaves and they had to cohabit. And when they were cohabiting, they produced kids which were children, which was the main objective for slave owners to have as much property as possible. So these children became the property. And we must point out that at some point in time, the slave traders realized that the Irish women were less expensive to buy than the African women. Right. And that's why they did. But this isn't taught in school.
1: No, it's not. And the regency period, uh, in which we, you know, know that um, uh, King George, uh, was at that time was deemed un- unfit to rule, um, due to his illness, and then his son took over, uh, you know. So in you know, it, it was strange that there that there was this huge focus on marriage. Uh, they 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 were trying to, uh, I I guess, whitewash everything, um. You know, and for you, you know, for you know, and it's, it, why is it that you know this particular period that they they choose to kind of you know kind of kind of brush over this, and um, you know you don't hear too much about you know the Irish being enslaved as well, along with um, many Africans you know, during this time period. You know, it, it's it's like it kind of gets brushes over, and you know we we hear so much. Uh, about what happened uh, before and and after, but not this particular period. This, this,
2: and it's, it's a really small period as well. Well, let's go back for one second and let me mention something which maybe people have understood. I don't know if you've seen Amazing Grace, but there was a man featured in that movie and also the play, I believe, um, Wilberforce and uh, Wilberforce was instrumental in stopping the British from transporting slaves. He was the one with the uh, real people, real facts, real history. First of all, Britain abolished slavery, I think 1602 or something like that. Um, they never had a law against interrace marriages. And so we bring all of this into focus. And the Regency era, uh, I picked because I loved it. I love yes. the era. The other thing, the reason I picked this book, and I hope I'm answering your question somewhat, is that we have historically thought of ladies, princes and princes, princes and princes, um, as white, yes. blonde hair, blue eyes, uh, fair, uh, white skin, and that's how it's been portrayed in every, romance novel. Yeah. And that's wrong. That is so wrong. And it's because everyone is entitled to the same chance, same opportunity. You just have to go for it. Now, I'm not saying it's easy. You just have to go for it. So I picked this era and I put it together in such a way that everything would be legal, the marriage, because we, as you may or may not know, or the audience may or may not know, you have to be born of a legal marriage in order to inherit a dukedom or inherit anything like that in Great Britain. So get me back to your question because we would go on and on. <laughs> <laughs> did I answer your question even somewhat? Yeah, you,
1: you did. You did. You do it. You know, and um, and it, it makes a lot of sense. Uh, you know, even with, um, you know, now that we see, you know, uh, Meghan Markle, uh, you know, it, And and, well now Prince Henry, you know, and Prince Henry and their marriage, you know, why, why that was allowed to take place, you know, because, you know, uh, for that to even take place, she had to have some type of uh, royal blood, you know, blood, you know, blood in her, you know, for that to even take place. Am I correct?
2: I'm not sure, but I do know that the queen pointed out to Harry and Megan that he has always been of mixed blood. Yeah. Before they were married, he point she pointed to um a woman of color that was married by one of the ancestors. Mm-hmm. So it's very important for us to realize Irish black, white, pink, polka dot striped or plaid, I don't care what you are, you mm-hmm. are not pure anything. And I have read an article that says that um most African Americans or black, or people who are black Americans, have about 16.9% European or white blood in them due to the brutality of slavery. So one, you're all, we're all biracial. Number two, whether you want to accept it or not is up to you. And three, um, if you want to find out what you are, I advise you do a DNA test. But the book is about bringing people together. And the background is that people learn to hate for no reason. It's passed down from generation to generation. But if we are kind and nicer to each other, we might be able to get through this world in a very, very compatible way. And when I say people are mixed, I did my DNA. Whether it's true or not, I believe it is true. I'm basically British, Irish, I am um, Eastern European Jewish, Jewish, and I have blood in me from the Cameroon and Togo. So, and Pakistan. So how did this happen? <laughs> yeah. I mean, what were my relatives doing? Right. And uh, you know, I just want people to understand, you are not one thing, you are a composite of the world and that well, this book was to show that. And I thought I was writing a simple romance book and I got a review from Vi Beta Kappa and they said, oh no, it's a spy thriller. And I'm saying, oh no, no, no. And of course I have steamy love scenes, but I just wanted it to be a great book where people could say, oh, I didn't realize that or I don't believe this, <laughs> you know, but check your history, check your history because it's there. And we didn't teach it because can you imagine the impact of telling someone, well, um, you may be mixed of something, 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 and something, something, something. And that would have blown every theory of slavery right out of the water and racism and how we have divided each other by color, which is the most ridiculous thing at all. If you don't have a good heart, it doesn't matter.
1: Yeah, it it is very ridiculous, and to, to see that there are still people who uh, choose to uh, segregate themselves in this this matter, and choose to reject that you know we are uh you know all all one uh, and connected as one in some shape or f- fashion, um, you know just I mean just look at the uh, the six. Degrees of separation um, uh, <laughs> the rule, you know, where everyone is connected to someone. Uh, drew uh, six, six degrees of separation. Uh, it was a great movie on that as well. It was a real pop culture movie. Uh, but um, you know, uh, but going back to this, you know, and and just looking looking at look looking at what you said about the 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 mixing um of these different different nationalities nationalities uh, very early on
0: Uh,
1: and and how how these how these bloodlines still still exist in, in, in all of us? How how the evidence is there? Um. Now these, you know, a lot of these families were very were separated, um, you know, and as you mentioned, were sold. Um, now now you you capture a lot of this in your book, uh, as, as well. Am I correct?
2: Yes. Um, let's go back again. We're going back to that time. Um, First of all, slavery was horrible, horrible, horrible. Um, Some of the Irish women drove nails through their brains as they were being transported. Yes. Um, When you get to America, you have everyone segregated. And not only that, it goes on because if you've noticed the early 18th 20th century, we had signs or people, merchants had signs Irish need not apply, uh, Irish not wanted, and it boils down or comes from all this craziness that started with buying and selling people, and that is not a good thing. When we look at the world today, and I even look at you, I can tell there's no way you're all black. I hate to tell you.
1: Yeah, I I, I totally know that. (laughs) I
2: didn't didn't say ignore that. Be very proud of that. That isn't the point. Understand that you are biracial. And you just go on with your life. But the fact that you recognize who you are and the fact that other people recognize, oh, wow, we had this. You are who you are. I can accept you. That is the important thing. That's one of the things of the book or the themes. I guess, I don't know. I just wrote a love story, which turned out to be something else. And I just love the depth and the comments I get. And they say, no, this can't be possible. And not only can it be possible, we got around the illegal marriage in America. They married in America, which was illegal because she was passing as white. We married, they married in Canada for his British roots. But there's a time honored principle of international law that if you are in international water or on the high seas, you can um, you follow the flag and registration on the ship that you are on. So the interfaith interrace marriages were legal in England at that time. So um, the husband to be took the bride to be into international waters and had the ceremony performed on a British ship by a British captain flying the British flag. So how do we get the government of England to recognize it? Well, the husband whose brother is a Duke or was a Duke at the time, s- sent this information to the brother and they held closed sessions in parliament. and parliament uh, or the laws or the courts, excuse me. And they decided that yes, this marriage is legal. It was performed on the high seas. We recognize this marriage. So it set it up that when the brother died, he was going to inherit from the current Duke. When the brother who was the father of our, one of our heroes, uh, when he died, the dukedom could pass to the son. Well, we have this aristocracy in Britain that, so they claim, is all white. And when they learn of someone who is not all white inheriting a dukedom, everything breaks loose. There's murder, but there's always espionage, there's always um, uh, smuggling, and it just gets involved and impacts everyone's life.
1: Wow. I'm truly blown away, you know, um, that that you were able able to capture uh, so much of this, you know, um, and, and, and this style, you know, this is, this is, you know, you know, really, really amazing, you know, and, and the, the mere fact that, you know, this was all, this was, this was mirrored in, in this country, you know, uh, a lot of what happened in this country, you know, uh, was it historically you know um happening already, uh you know over over in england it looks like <laughs> you know.
2: well yes yes and don't forget there's a balance here well maybe yeah. not a balance the way we're thinking but okay so you have these people who are not white infiltrating and i say that lightly the aristocracy then you have the aristocracy who that put itself above everyone else right. and but If you are a bastard, which they called people born out of wedlock then, if you were a bastard, they would ostracize you. They would consider you lower than dirt. So their own prejudices, plus the idea that, oh, the sanctity of the aristocracy is no longer in place, um, adds to this interesting little mix. Again, it's all about accepting people. It's about looking at your heart. If your heart isn't good, no one wants to deal with you. And that goes, I think that's true for today also. We must have good hearts and we must never look at anyone as per color. We have to look at people for what they bring to the table, the joy they bring to our lives, the silliness, the podcast, (laughs) and everything else. So, you know, it's just... I guess it's looking at the brighter side of life. Mm -hmm. Always take that high road for the brighter side of life. I didn't say it was easy. I didn't say you wouldn't have difficult times. You always take that brighter side of life and you go for it. Like right now, we're sitting here engaging. It's making my day. It's um, hopefully inspiring someone else to go out and write a book. Or I know something about history. You don't know. Let me get this in A format where people will enjoy. And you mentioned something else, and that's the format of the book. I chose romance because I believe everything should have a happy ending. (laughs) (laughs) um, But not only that, it's a great way to teach history. People don't have to sit in a classroom writing it down or something like that. No, this is what happened. Here are your notes in the back. And if you don't believe it, go and do it. Also, we understand that history and other things were taught in our schools with a bias the popular consent of the time determined how they approach subjects yeah. and maybe that's why we didn't hear of this maybe that's why we don't hear of this now um, my was always I always had a chuckle when um, Boston, I hope someone's here from Boston and they don't get upset, but I hope I was always got a chuckle at the fact that they were upset that minorities wanted to participate, so they said, in the St. Patrick's Day Parade. And I was sitting here just saying, oh my goodness, that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard, because many of the Irish people are part Black, and many of the Black people are part Irish. So what are you talking about? But people don't want to look at that. We get into these little boxes or containers and never want to leave. The world is there to explore, even though we might have to do a virtual tour of the museums around the world for a while. (laughs) For us to enjoy and to learn. People aren't all good. People aren't all bad. We have to see who works for us and what resonates with us
1: yeah it, it's something about being caught in that box um that that really you know keeps people closed in and you know don't allow them to venture out you know and you know a lot of that is dictated dictated uh due to uh due to the to, to the outside you know uh due to the to mainstream media uh, due to uh, due to what uh the political uh, mood is of the of the time um, we, we see, uh, and, uh, during this time too, uh, in which you, you know, what you write of, um, a lot, a lot of these, a lot of these, uh, individuals who, um, allow for us to be who we are today, uh, we're, we're marrying for love rather than just for conventional, conventional, conventional styles, which why, which, which is essentially, you know, uh, upset a lot of people, um. How, how has that, you know, kind of switched things up a bit, you know, uh, you know, uh, it, it, we don't see that happening anymore. Um, is, you know, is that why, you know, we, we have sort of like this, this close close minded, you know, uh, thought because, you know, um, the, the spirited young woman is not, not marrying for love anymore. The, uh, the man, um, you know isn't you know i i guess um is is kind of conforming uh, to you know okay you know i, I i'm just going to be open to you know whoever you know accepts me <laughs> so, <laughs> so you know uh and, and usually the woman is just you know looking for you know um uh, you know because they they've been programmed by this media uh to just marry for uh, social ties a financial gain um now and you know it's it, it, because it's, it's just they've been so infused by this, cl- this close, closed box society
2: as your program is about transforming mm-hmm. it's going to the edge of the box and when you go to the edge of the box and you take a leap of faith and I mean faith in your heart and soul um, it's a different thing you're scared what will my Parents say, what will my friends say? What will my boss say? The boss Mm -hmm. says, I don't want this type of person in our mix that you marry. What happens when you infiltrate the upper echelons? And you're Mm -hmm. right. Women have been historically programmed, I don't know how they're programmed today. Um, They're programmed to marry, make a good match, whatever that means and the marriage could be terrible. But I think we have feelings of that or a sense of that when a woman says, oh, we always vote a certain way because that's how my husband does it. Mm-hmm. It never, It's never yeah. a choice what right. she's going to stay there. This world can be cold. It's cruel without a few million dollars in your back pocket. How many do you have in your back pocket? Uh, but people just really look for gain. Yet most women have the ability to do the gain or make the gain on their own. But we're we're inching there. But in certain areas, I think we can't inch. We've been inching too long. We have to jump and take the chance. When true love comes along, and I mean true love, not for the fact the person is a superstar or a super singer or a famous whatever football player, when true love comes along, how do you face it? And especially how do you face it if that person is nothing like you in terms of background, um, skin color? Again, we're dividing by skin color in this country. Yeah. Let's stop doing that. If we stop doing that, we'll be a lot better off. And even if the person only knows how to cook a certain type of food, that's not American. How do you deal with that? And it takes a very courageous, honest, and when I mean honest, I mean honest with yourself person to say, okay, I am going to marry or be involved with this person because this is the person I love.
0: Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: You can live a long, healthy life if you're HIV positive. With the current treatments, we can get patients down to being undetectable.
0: The array of options is so much greater today.
2: U equals U. Undetectable equals untransmittable. If someone who's HIV positive, they're taking their medication, they're undetectable, they're not able to pass HIV to their partners. Do it for you, Montgomery County. Your HIV treatment is their prevention. Get more information at That per- Life will probably be a lot richer if they keep that love there. I have seen marriages and I have seen them fall apart for the very reasons you're talking about. Uh, one party moves on because the next person is more uh, attracted to them because of riches or um, the person is younger or older for whatever reason. And it's never about love. And that's what the ton was about in 1820. It was never about love. It was about alliances. It was about um, the correct match. And they would go to max to see who they could pair up to make the best marriage possible. They didn't care whether it was a drunkard or a a wife Mm -hmm. abuser, et cetera, as long as that person had a title and we could pass that title on to an offspring. So it is there and we do it in this country, Um, social clubs like the country clubs, um, the private schools. um, Well, you're at this private school and therefore because you're a certain color or ethnic background, you should only go out with those people. They don't say it verbally, but that's where you're going. And so you just go to that edge, but you have to know yourself first. And you have to know that unless you have a good heart, it won't work. This is not about doing things immoral, illegal, or anything of that nature. You have to know yourself, love yourself first and then you can possibly love someone else. And that's another thing. If you don't love yourself, there's no way you're going to have a successful marriage or a successful relationship. And yes, we go through a stages as we go through life and you may not know all this at 19. You aren't supposed to. But you're working toward it, towards it. You're transforming yourself. And as you transform yourself, you get a deeper understanding about life, things that happen the world, and then you say, okay, this is where I am today. Maybe I can take a little step over here. I'm getting closer to leaving my comfort zone. And I found that every time I leave my comfort zone, I make the biggest gains of my life. And that's what I believe the journey is about. Because one day we're leaving and going home. So I believe this is what the journey is about.
1: That's remarkable. Oh my God. I'm just sitting here soaking all this in. <laughs> oh, man.
2: It is just the fact that you have to be a part of this. Yeah. You yeah. have to be a part of life. Yes. And that's very par- hard when you're social distancing. That, very, very difficult. And opposition always. There's yeah. always opposition. You should do it this way. Right. But there are people who stand up and say, okay, this is where I am, and this is how much I can go off my ledge or walk my line. And that's nice. You appreciate it. You applaud it. And you also applaud the failures. Mm -hmm. You also applaud the successes because they're all the same. So what you fail, get up and do something again. Don't try. Just do it. Make your modifications and go along the way. And speaking of modifications, I was singing and I said, I had to stop. I said, no, the key's not right. The tempo's not right and it won't sound well. And everybody agreed with me. I said, oh, this is an opportunity I'm going to have to pass up for the moment, but this opportunity will open up something later and that's okay. It's not a failure, it's not a challenge. It's just the way it is, okay? So it it is what it is. And that's what the book is about. It is what it is. But I thought it was pure romance. And I got, you know, and I added these little other factors, which took it to a wonderful realm of encompassing everybody and saying, okay, everybody in a nice way, stop being silly. Stop being foolish. We are what we are.
1: Wow. Truly remarkable, and if if I had to just take take everything you just said and, and and put it inside of a bank, they'd be like, "No, we're gonna need to call more banks because <laughs> this this is too much. This is too much value. This is too valuable for us. <laughs> we well, have to deposit I, in more places."
2: <laughs> I told you you had millions in your back pocket, didn't I? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, millions so, come in different ways. The other right. thing, which I think it's important as we go through life, look at everything as a pot of gold. Yeah. All the things you think are failures, all the things you think are successes, everyone you encounter, that's a pot of gold. That person has a genius that you may not know about. That person is wonderful, or that person may not be wonderful, but that person still has a genius. Yes. It may not have been discovered yet, and that's the other part of the self-worth, worth, loving oneself. You are a genius. That's all. Now let's go find your genius. And if there's someone out there who's a genius cook, I would appreciate, appreciate a decent meal doing this social <laughs> distancing. Because it's not about being someone else. Yeah. It's yeah. about being you and who you are.
1: Yeah, I I think that's where we get it wrong. At is when we attempt to be someone else, and and on uh, when we attempt to and take on these outside uh, tags and labels on what we quote unquote supposed to be who we are, you know. But really, as you mentioned uh, early on, uh, start loving yourself. Uh, as you begin to find or seek, if you're seeking out true love, that's what you want to do, you know, but, you know, continue to love yourself, work on on yourself, uh, transforming yourself, uh, you know, stay on your journey, stay on your path. Uh, It it, it means so much. Uh, And, you know, and like, and and the difference between what i then and what I see more so now is that, you know, people that were truly in love, they, they did last a lot more longer. They last a lot more longer than people who just marry just for, you know, the status and the titles and and to ensure that their offspring will have these elaborate lifestyles and, uh, and and all this other great stuff. And, 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 you know, and, and, and then for their own selfish reasons rather. So, um, and, and just out of lust, but, as you mentioned, it is what it is, you know, so let it be what it is. It, 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 but no one wants to, wants to, rap, wants to um, do that, you know. Um, it, it seems so hard for them. Um, it, is, it, is it at all possible for us to even get back to uh, being able to just see things as it is? Uh, how, how, do we, how do we begin to do that?
2: That's a very good question. And I think maybe social distancing might have helped us in one aspect. Maybe we've had one more meal, two more meals with the family than we wouldn't have had, but for social distancing. The sad part about social distancing is the flip side, excuse me, of the coin in which we find that there has been more abuse because yes. you you pointed to it and you mentioned it. People really don't like the person they're with and they don't like themselves. And if people would just sit down, I always sit down and say, okay, just do one simple thing a day. Sit in your favorite chair and for a minute say thank you. Don't ask for anything. Just say thank you. Eventually it'll sink in. Thank you. Thank you for the fact that I have a roof over my head. Thank you for the fact that I have food. Thank you for the fact that my plants are growing, which I try to kill periodically, I think. But thank you, thank you, thank you. And if you just say thank you, maybe some things will begin to open up. As for understanding who you are, as you know, it takes programs like this. Someone who is willing to say, oops, made the wrong step. I am going to correct it. I am going to look at it and see how I can be a better person. But then you have all the pressures. Like what about, I want to be with the gang. I want this type of shirt because it has a label on it. Are you crazy? Go home. <laughs> I'm not spending that kind of money for a shirt. Here's your shirt. Get it on and let's go. But it is, takes someone who knows herself or himself as a parent to say that to the child. And you are not going out and running the streets. You are not doing this. Again, that changes the child's perspective. I'm offering alternatives for you. Let's do this. Let's do that. Let's find out where your genius is while you are growing up. And I don't mean, oh, this is a prodigy. I mean, wow, this, you, you love being with animals. So, you know, let's just get a dog and a cat and see how we handle it. Mm-hmm. And, or something like that. Geniuses need to be developed. It's not anything that you can't do. I don't know math. Well, then um, let's get some help for it. Be there, understanding or trying to understand. As for people abusing each other, it really comes from pain, I believe, and not loving oneself. We talk about the opioid addiction, and it all comes from pain. Where did the pain come from? Abuse as a child? Someone you love left you? Low self-esteem? The gang? That's what everyone's doing in the neighborhood? Think about it and reach down deep and decide where you want to go. I'm an, If you're an addict and you're saying to yourself, I'm an addict, how do I get out of this? I don't know, but someone else will. Reach out. Oh, I've screwed up. I've been in prison five, six times. And that doesn't mean you can't change. Go for it. You don't want to be a number without an end. You want to be accountable for, to yourself, to the God of your heart, to your family, and to the world. People are always saying, well, we want world peace. I said, how can you have that? You don't even speak to the rest of your family, let alone your neighbors. (laughs) And it starts right there. Yeah. So if everybody did that, we would have a semblance of peace. But we have to get involved. And yes, it's tough in some neighborhoods. It's not as tough as others. But again, how do you change? How do you make the change that makes your life better for you? I love it. I love it. Yes. Now, don't forget. None of this is easy.
1: <laughs>
2: uh, none of it is easy. Are there obstacles? Always. And let me tell you, one about the book is that I was writing some things for the book. So the uh, publisher would know and the publisher said, "Well, why don't we use this instead of this?" And you can't use this and this. And I looked. I looked at them. and I said, "You want to bet? This is what this book is about." And they sent me a note that said, oh, no, you forget that these were the Irish women were indentured servants. They also only learned about indentured servants. They didn't learn that the, there were Irish women who were brought here as slaves. Yeah. So, you know, it's a wide opening experience. And I had one woman just slam her her hand on the table and said, no, the Irish could not have, and she was Irish, done that. They could not be. And I'm saying, check your DNA. No one wants to hear that. (laughs) If you aren't, Mm -hmm. if you don't have an open mind, but what we really have to concern ourselves about is getting to the point of love.
1: Yeah.
2: Love yourself. Get the needed help you need. If you want to write a book, get help to write a book. If you want to cook us a meal, go and learn how to cook. If you want to be a good person, learn some of the pieces that are missing. No one ever turns out perfect. We don't want perfect. We want perfectly fine for you. We don't want you languishing in a prison. We don't want you on a street corner dying with a needle in your arm. We don't want you failing kindergarten because you didn't learn the rules of kindergarten as in English rules, how to begin to read. We don't want that. We want you to flourish. And you may end up being President of the United States. You may end up being the best garbage collector in the world. I don't care. But if you don't have a good heart, I do care.
1: Yes. It definitely starts there uh, because uh, the the heart is definitely uh it, it tells you tells so much you know you, you, it you tells so much about a person uh more than what the the mind does uh, because uh, the attentions of the heart uh definitely breathes what you know um you know what what you're going to do next you
2: know That's true. Yeah. And um it's hard. Let me tell you it is so hard especially with all the as you mentioned with all the outside pressures yes. and wanting to be acceptable. Um, when my nephew and I were talking and he was telling me he was behaving in a fashion, which was not acceptable to me. And he was talking about his friends, etc. I said, Oh, in 10 years, you won't even know them. Well, he, we turned his helped him to turn his life around so he can be what he's going to be. And again, he doesn't know those people from 10 years ago. He has no idea where they are. So you just have to gauge it, have to do what's best and do what's best. But also, I know it's hard. I know it's also hard. But we're also very proud of you whenever you make those leaps and make those steps.
1: Those are good words. Uh, those are definitely good <laughs> words. And um, i yeah. So, so. Uh, with with that being said, you know, ah, uh, wow. You know, I, I I think just hearing all of that, um, and we we get to that point where where we do uh, believe we have it figured out, uh, some somewhat figured out. Um, uh, even for me, I still I, I still work on this.
2: <laughs> That's great. So. so
1: for people who, you know, uh, may feel like, okay, you know, I got some of this uh, handled, you know, uh, I, I just want, I just want to get to the next level, you know, uh, uh, you know, they, you know, they usually have this, this idea of the next level and then they get to the next level. Okay. Next level, <laughs>
2: so, uh, and, and next level, next level. Um, I think it's important for people to understand that you can never put a ceiling on your life. You have to, whatever the level is, you're breaking through. You're going through that glass ceiling. Let's say you said, well, I want to make um, $75,000 a year. I'll break through that ceiling. Forget it. You you got to make about $30 billion a year, and then we'll talk. Okay? okay? But getting there takes a lot of work, be it spiritual work, work, interpersonal work with your uh, relationships. Seeking help in the areas that you're deficit in, i.e., I cannot, I, my calculus is terrible. I hope I never have to le- use it again. But if I did, I'd have to get help. Surrounding yourself with people who are positive. If you are surrounding yourself with people who are negative, you aren't going anyplace. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's hard to find people who are positive. Because they're saying, oh, man, I don't want to hear this. You can be positive and not la-la, well, you know, this isn't going to happen. I'm not going to wear my mask. I'm not going to social distance. No, you can be positive in life. And everything comes out as a positive. This isn't happening, but it leads to another step. And some people will go um, into meditation. Yeah. Some people will learn how to meditate and listen to some tapes. There are a lot of them on YouTube, mindfulness, where you can learn. Um, it helps with the mind, body, and soul. And I think that's what you're looking for, or everyone should be looking for. And that's my opinion, that you want to com- combine the mind, body, and soul so they work in harmony and surrounding your people, yourself with people. Where positive is a great step to get to the next level, whatever the next level is. But I take out the levels, take out the glass ceiling, and know that you're going to break through everything because you're a wonderful person. You got it, you have it. All the ingredients there are there. Now, let me just mix them in the best cake, pie, whatever you're making, because I'm going to contribute that to myself my family and the world
1: that's beautiful those those are definitely uh, great great words to uh take in you know uh it's good motivation it's uh that's, that's a good motivate. it's good motivation and uh definitely you know, something we can apply right now you know that's that's instant application um what... hey <laughs> ask away <laughs> I, I i guess there's uh this this will probably be my final question, and I want to make sure it's a good question you know because you you, you know you, you definitely you know have uh given given to us um, something we can you know uh, use as a uh, a great reference you know it's like you know you got the you got the jane austens and and all of those people at that time and it's like you know oh you, they they missed something <laughs>
2: so, <laughs> yeah they did <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> mm-hmm, a big something <laughs> yeah
1: so 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 as we as we as we begin to read read and dive into your book um where where do you want your book to to land Land over most, you know where where do you want it? you know if if you if you were to put it in 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 a in a in a library, you know where would you put it over you know towards you know would you put it more towards like you know historical uh, or would you put it more towards you know uh,
2: somewhere else, you know very good question and very interesting question. and let me see let me preface it, reference it by saying this. um when I first wrote the book. The publisher wanted to classify it as an African American book. I said, "No, this is not multicultural anything. This is a book about love and people accepting each other." I would put it in romance because there's some steamy, steamy sections, and we wouldn't want anyone who couldn't handle that to be influenced by it. But I would put it in romance and. I would put it in a separate category because this a book approaches the world differently. It's not the typical romance where you just have it over here. You have a romance which encompasses their daily lives, what they're doing, and also the pressures of human nature. And that to me is, is where I would put it. And where they put it, I don't know. They may never put it in the library. <laughs> but I want people to read it and enjoy it and love it. It is on Kindle now, ebook, it's all over the place now. Yeah. But I want to hear from people. I am writing the sequel. Yes, it's the same family. They're having fun, but same, but different obstacles. And I just can't get the message across enough. Love yourself. Quit looking at color and get on with your lives. And if you aren't there, I think we all never get there. We keep working. Start working on yourself. Be the best you can be and say, yes, I am. I did it. And if you have to give yourself two thumbs up because no one else will do it, because a lot of people aren't into saying, wow, you did great. Okay, I guess that's my answer to that question. <laughs> thank you,
1: thank you so much. You know, uh, uh, thank you very, so very, much. very well put. Uh, so you you told us you know where we can find it. Uh, but if you have, yeah, I know you have a website out there because I uh, I checked it out. It's a very very beautiful website.
2: <laughs> thank, so you. thank you. Who knows that website? And it's um, https August Jade Sterling. Uh-huh. Dot com. that's August as in the month, Jade as in the stone, and Sterling as in the silverware. AugustJadeSterling.com, and it's the American Duke, Cross Lines, Twisted Fate, and it can be bought just about everywhere. I appreciate people listening. I appreciate people taking the time to have me on podcast. I appreciate everything that's happened in my life. So I'm going to go forth and write books, enjoy my life, and enjoy talking to people like you.
1: Thank you so much. You're welcome. It's it's truly been a pleasure, uh, Miss August. Uh, We we greatly appreciate you, madam. You know, we would love to have you again if you do, you know, uh, happen to have the time to stop by and check us out. You know, uh, you know, check, check us, check us out. You know, you, you are a superstar and rock rockstar. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm preparing laughs> <to have> you. <laughs> you know, check us out, you know,
2: uh, Marcus, who wouldn't come back with your smile? <laughs> oh, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> Look thank at you, that too. smile. Look at how you light yeah. up people's lives. Yeah. And that's the important thing, touching and lighting up and being kind. So you've given me an opportunity and I hope anyone else out there, whenever you have an opportunity to be kind, pass it forward. Thank you. Yeah. So well, thank so, you. Yeah. So with that
1: said, uh, I'm going to close up the show. Uh, if you want to hold, um, just briefly, you know, I've talked with you re- real briefly on the okay. other line. Say. So, uh, so ladies and gentlemen out there, boys and girls, uh, if you were listening, uh, listening in and watching with your parents, uh, if you want to check this out and play, replay it back, it will be available on. Any podcast app that you listen to, just do a quick search at by entering in the Transform You Live show. You will find it there uh, as well as, um, you know, when you look at the episode description, when you find it on any podcast app, you will find uh, Miss August's website. It will be in there. You know, uh, you will be able to find the book. Make sure you do pick it up, pick up a copy as I, I will be diving into it myself as well. I want you guys to share this wonderful episode, this wonderful video. If you're live right now, share it over and over and over again with a family member, with a friend, even an enemy. <laughs> you know, We want our enemies <laughs> to become our friends sometimes. But, <laughs> but most importantly, we want them to love us. You know, so um, indeed, indeed. Uh, do that and join us again next time for a wonderful episode. I'm your host, Marcus Hart. Many blessings, peace, and lots of love. Goodbye.